guys. This is Joy. And this is Claire. Hello. We're here. Happy September. Almost my birthday. We're thriving. We're doing great. How are you? What's new in your world? We're making it through another month. Yes. Happy birthday Maybe the best month. September, I think maybe my favorite month. It's so full of cozy promise. Possibilities. 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 So how do you feel about your birthday in a couple days? I love birthdays. I love birthdays. I think birthdays are just a time for you to focus on yourself and people to celebrate you. (laughs) I love to be the center of attention. So I really appreciate birthdays. How do you feel about like, I know a couple weeks ago, you were saying you're trying, you feel like this is now you're on the sleigh ride of 50. And it's like, whoa, have you been thinking about that more? Well, I mean, I feel like... Yes and no, like, how can you not? But I've just seen such a trend lately. I think this is just kind of like, across the board, I've been talking to some of my friends, like from high school and talking about midlife and how much we yearn for the younger days at times, like we just have this weird nostalgia pain that comes up. And I'm like, why is that? That's so bizarre. But I do think it's just like when you're approaching 40, 50, whatever, you you are midlife. So I think that is something that's been on my mind a lot and how I'm trying so hard not to like do the thing of like wishing you were somewhere else, but really appreciating where you are. But it is, it's a weird conflict in my brain right now because there's kind of like this feeling of you feel younger, but you're like, you look in the mirror and you're like, those wrinkles weren't there last year. You know what I mean? Like I sent you that photo because Megan, our videographer sent me some photos from the Emmys in like 2010. And I texted it to you and I was like, oh my gosh, I like it made me kind of sad because I was like, look how young I look. And you're like, you look the exact same. I'm like, but I don't like those wrinkles. She did. No, I don't. Her hair was like slightly different. So I'm trying, I'm trying not to do that. It's hard. Because I think it is. I think that as we get older, I think we start to worry that our best days are behind us. And I think that like that is where a lot of the nostalgia and like resistance of getting older comes from is that we start to think like, what if, and I think that's what we miss about being younger is if we had these like fun, good times, we get in our head about like, that was the fun time and it's over. And like, we start to think that the best is behind us. And so now like any upcoming birthday is like, okay, well, I'm just getting farther away from my prime, which is over. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, I obviously don't think that's true. Like, I think there's so much to look forward to as you get older. I I totally agree with that. I think it's just what I've talked about over the past 10 years of goals shifting, your life is shifting. I think traditionally speaking, if we're just looking at like traditional lives, which I've kind of been on that path of 20s, go to college, find a partner, establish a life, decide if we want to have kids or not. And then you kind of get to the point of 40s, or at least in my case, where I've talked about this with a a job coach that I've been talking to. We have like these job coaches at work that are just like on staff that you can talk to at any time. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of weird where you just kind of like your goals change. Therefore, you feel like you're stalling out in some way. That's been really hard for me for the past. I don't know. It has been it it probably has been like since my late 30s where I'm just like, I feel I don't know if it's like less ambitious or more settled. And then that makes me feel really restless. But it's an interesting time. I'm excited for my birthday as I always will be. I just love birthdays. And it's also hard not to kind of focus on a little bit of like approaching 50 and like what that means. But then also it you think about, hey, you're not going any, you're not going to be going in a different direction. So it's like every single year, are you going to do this song and dance? And then in your, when they're, you're 55, you're going to be like, I wish I was 45. Like you just, 
you can't do that. Totally. And I also like I was thinking about this the other day when you and me and Jess were um, texting about perimenopause and thinking like and about like periods and like somehow Jess and Joy and I are all in the same cycle and we were all in our period last week. Mm-hmm. And it was like we were just bitching about it because it is of the I mean, it's like it just there's sometimes it just sucks. I was thinking about menopause and I was thinking like, I mean, I'm 35, so a little bit longer to go maybe probably, but Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, but say that you go through menopause between 45 and 50, you could still easily have 30 to 40 years of post-menopause life. Right. right. Like half of your adult life is going to be post-menopause. Yeah. Yeah. And when you think of it like that, you're like, oh, actually, okay, this is fine. Mira just posted the like wide-eyed emoji. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like you kind of are just like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm it's sure exciting. Behind, and, but it's like, but yeah. here's here's the thing that I struggle with is like I do not identify with like, I, and this sounds so cliche, I realize, but I don't identify with like the stereotypical perimenopause menopause stuff that's out there. Like the other day, I just googled just because I wanted to see what the media was portraying. And I was like, women over 40. That's all I just wanted to see what came up. And it was like, all these like gray hair. And like, I mean, I have gray hair, whatever. But it was like, it was almost like we looked like we were just like put out to pasture. And (laughs) and it just, yeah, it was like, that's so weird. And so I don't, and I know a lot of women and maybe men identify with the feeling of like your brain. And I've heard older women say this, where you're like, your brain is still, you feel like you're 20, but your body is like, you know, it's age. And so that is just this cognitive dissonance you're constantly trying to figure out. So that's the thing that I feel like is so bizarre to me that you have to kind of look at what society is saying about these women. And like, you know, like yesterday I had like my I love wearing these Levi's cut off shorts in the summer because it's like the only thing that feels cool. And then like cool temperature wise because it's been so freaking hot. And I'm like, should I be wearing these? like I was walking the dog yesterday in these shorts. And I was like, I noticed people like looking at me because I was like, these are shorter shorts. But I'm like, do I want to draw that kind of attention? Like that's weird to me. Looking at you. Do you think people were like, oh my God, look at her shorts? No, they were probably were like, I want to pet your dog. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's some questionable people walking in my neighborhood sometimes, okay, so I would. <laughs> well, don't touch them. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's this yeah, insecurity yeah. of kind of like, should I be wearing this? So yeah, I I'm like sweating talking about it just because it makes me nervous. But like, I get this very weird conflict of feeling lukewarm about like where I'm age wise in life. And I've never had that before. I've always just been like, embrace it. And I am look, guys, I'm not about to like go on and like do a bunch of fillers, Botox and plastic surgery by any means. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to grasp, grasp it. Like when I look, okay, here's another example. (laughs) When I look in the mirror, or when I like do a selfie, I hate this. I hate my, I'm pointing to my eyes. I have like bags under my eyes. I always use a filter for better, for worse. You guys can shame me for being like, that's not what you really look like. I can't stand to see that. It drives me crazy. That is something that I do not like. And I'm like, so be it. This is why filters were invented to make people who are aging in their forties feel better for just a moment. (laughs) I I get what you mean though about like the, like like people in the you know public or like media examples of older women. Tina wrote something in the chat when you were talking about that. She said Blanche in Golden Girls is supposed to be fifty. I'm not Blanche. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly. You're like at 50, you're like practically, you know, just an old spinster. Like, I think, I think we're getting there. I think, you know, like this is the generation that's going to get us there. For sure. But right. You think of people post-menopause and you think of like Jamie Lee Curtis in an Activia yogurt commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, And you're like, oh no, I have to cut my hair short now and diet white. Like I would love to hear what people do that they think is like, quote unquote, too young. Like wear your jean shorts or someone in the chat's talking about buying American Eagle jeans, even though it's like a quote unquote juniors brand. Like- so what? American Eagle jeans, if they fit you well, they're inexpensive. They have lots they're of choices. Great option. They're great a great option. option. Yeah. I mean, like when I think about clothing and shopping, I mean, a lot of time, right. like lately I've been thinking about, I need to get some clothes because I'm going to Santa Monica for a work trip in October. I'm like, I really don't have a lot of work clothes right now because I work from home. So I wear a lot of just like cute tops, but like shorts and sweats. But I'm like, where would I shop? What would I look for? I'm trying to kind of like figure out. I mean, I would just probably wear rag and bone outfits all day long. And that's, you know, but you just kind of get in that weird space of like, I think it's interesting too, because when you think about go like go to any website that you like, unless you're shopping on a brand that's really catered towards older women, like a I don't even know what it would be. The majority of models are, and, and you know, I, when I'm saying models, I'm not saying like Victoria, I'm not invoking like Victoria's, like just the people wearing the clothes on the website, right? Like the example person. They're probably in their 20s, maybe their 30s. There is, it's hard because like if you are a brand and you're trying to put people in your clothes, you know, example people, and I'm not even talking about like the, the you know, kind of lifestyle photography. I'm just literally talking about like the person who's standing there sort of with their hands on their hips wearing the sweater and you're like, oh, that's how that sweater fits. If you're scrolling through a website and everyone who's doing that looks like they're 17, it is a little bit of like kind cognitive dissonance. And at the same time, if a brand is not doing that, then you're like, well, this is for old people and I don't want to wear it. Yeah. So yeah, it's hard to put yourself in that position of like finding, particularly when you're clothing shopping, I think it's difficult because you kind of have one thing or the other. You either have models who look too young to be applicable to you or who look too old for you to feel like that brand is still cool. Right, right, right. <laughs> and I, we would be missing a huge point and speaking for myself that looking at the messaging that has just been around for the past 10 years, especially since social media really took off of my self-esteem and confidence in my 20s and early 30s is significantly different than 35 on, like when social media really took off. Truly, like it's not just aging, but it's adding an added layer. And look, I get it. We can like turn off like following people. It's my choice, whatever. It's like, it's there, you know? And so the part that I try to recognize is like, you know, I remember going to dry clothes on at Nordstrom in my 20s and I loved myself. I was like, I look good. I mean, everything I tried on, I was like, I look fucking amazing. Like I was... I'm not even shy about saying, I mean, I was just, I was hot shit. You could not touch me. And I I mean, granted, there were other things going on, you know, self-esteem wise, but like, as far as how I looked, I thought I was like, just tippity top shape. <laughs> so like, it's so funny how the infiltration of filters or Botox or fillers and plastic surgery, yes, it was there back then, but not as obvious. And 
you know, I text about this all the time, Claire, whenever I see a TV show where someone like I was watching the morning show reruns lately, and Jennifer Aniston's face, I can't it's looking at people and look, if you've had this done, and it looks good on you, great. But the people on TV, I feel like take it have, have taken it a little too far. Because the ones that I can tell where it's been done, it looks like an uncanny valley situation. You know, that thing where they talk about in cartoons where they don't want to make it look too real, because people can't decide if it's a real person or if it's a cartoon. I look at these people like, it's uncanny valley because I can't decide if it's their face or what's going on with their face because it's too distracting. If you're not familiar with uncanny valley, just Google it. It basically is where like, if you see something like this is why AI is very disturbing, but it's been part of the conversation for a long time. Because if you go to a movie or see a show where it's animated or it's computer animated, and it's like so close to being human, but your brain can tell that it's not quite human. And it creates like a cognitive dissonance where your brain is like something is wrong here. Something's going on there. The name for that feeling is uncanny valley, which is weird to me that there's a name for it, but I love it. Yeah. And it also sounds like a horror salad dressing. Yeah. And I think I heard it on some radio lab, you know, years ago when they first started podcasting. And I thought it was so I loved that concept. And the idea of like, that's why that's why it's so bizarre sometimes to watch cartoons or to watch the how things become too real where you just can't wrap your head around it. Kind of like watching Megan, that movie with like the real life doll. So anyway, that is just something that I think has really distorted my view and that I have to really face that. I have this tendency, no surprise to anyone, to ignore things or think or or kind of excuse them away. Like, that's not that. These aren't perimenopause symptoms. It's it's not PMS. Whenever I would be moody, I'm like, it's not PMS. How could it affect me? I always do that. I always pass it, pass it, pass it. It can't be that. So I think like that's something that I have to really be careful of. Like, you know what? That's this is kind of getting in. It's, it's playing mind tricks on us, whether we're aware of it or not. And that's just yeah. And maybe that's my like goal for here on out is to not let that get in my brain so much. I think it'll be interesting to hear over the next couple of months or years, like your viewpoint evolve on this, because I think we really all go through it. And I think whether you're, you know, staring down your 40s or staring down your 50s or staring down your 60s, there's probably a lot of overlap in the worries that we have about looking, you know, being perceived as older, which I also think is like its own whole own topic of like, where does that come from? I think about this, I know we've talked about this before too, but I think about this quote I read a long time ago and I wish I could attribute it, but we've talked about it before, which is getting older is a privilege. You know, basically like getting older is a privilege that not everybody has. That's the mindset that I really try to go back to and to kind of like shake myself out of it. Like, hey, listen, getting like one one way or another, getting older is a privilege. And I think about older celebrities in the media who seem like really badass where I'm like, look at this. Or I think about like people in my community who are in a similar way to how we talk about body image. We're so worried about our own bodies or we're, and we're so worried about, you know, our own kind of like external evidence of aging. And very few other people are paying attention to it, you know, because they're paying attention, like, look at the cool stuff this person does. Here's the type of person they are. And they're not like, ooh, Joy's under eye bags are getting a little heavy this year. Or I thought about this this weekend because I went to a Barbie silent disco, which I'll talk about in a minute. And I wore my actual prom dress from high school, which this thing is like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, except the sisterhood is just my torso in different life stages. Like, I do not know how this thing still fits me. <laughs> because let's make something very clear. I do not weigh the same right now as I did when I was 17 years old. But as I was getting ready in, I was like, you know, lifted up my arms to I could put my wig on. 
which um, also shout out to my friend Heather for having a like waist length blonde wig that I could borrow just at so the ready. Great. Never thought I'd hear you utter the words lifted up my arms to put my wig on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I lifted my arms right wig and I was like, oh, my arms are a little bit like saggy. You're saggier than they were the last time I wore yeah. this prom dress when I was 17. Right. When I was <laughs> I mean, I've worn – the reason I still own it is because I do pull it out every few years like as a costume because it's this big pink tool situation. Yeah. But – so I even had that moment where I was like, oh, should I wear this? Like it makes my arms like kind of floppy. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like floppy is not a word I want to associate with my arms. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah, right. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, if you that that was an acknowledgement of the understanding. I know we're, we were just nobody doing the like lifting yes. up and doing little, underarm like, jiggle. Yeah, I can pretty much guarantee you that nobody else that night was like, "Wow, that dress is amazing," but was under that like her tricep area. Exactly. So dumb that we do that. It's so dumb. Like the funny thing is, I Marco Polo my friends every single day, and I tell you, some of my friends. The, the first thing we think about when we're starting to Marco Polo is we'll, we, we start picking our face apart. Like my friend in Arizona, she'll be like, oh, man, I, you know, you're because you're talking to your own face. And so like half the time our Marcos are talking about the things that are wrong with our face. <laughs> it's like, come on, you know, so that's something that I like. We have to be nice to ourselves. And like, I know this is always going to be there. We're always going to have like some little critique about it. But even my mom I talked to, she's like, she'll look at pictures of herself and she's like, oh my gosh, I just like, I don't rec, I hear that in older women, like older women in like their 70s plus, like I don't recognize myself. And I think that's just the, that's just gonna happen because we perpetually feel 25 in our brain of just the the youth that we have. But it's curious to me of like why we, why we do that. I I want you to ask your mom, what she would say to her like 50 year old self now. Like I I would be so curious to hear from someone like your mom who to me like comes across as like, I mean, I know we all have our insecurities, but your mom doesn't come across as being like overly self-conscious. Mm-hmm. She's not. Yeah. I should call and her. You want me to call her? Right now. Hi. She'll answer. Well, I don't I mean, maybe let's do it next time. We can give her a little heads up. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I know. She would, she'd be sweating. She'd be like, yeah. what? I know. I I think not self-conscious, but also like very – She I think she would be embarrassed if we did mm-hmm. that. But she doesn't come across as being like overly self-conscious about her body image or about any of that. She has none of that. She, I've been so lucky to be raised by parents who are like that. My dad's a little more – he was a little more vocal about it, but my mom never was on a diet, never said anything mean about her body, never worked out, just – lived her life for her kids and her family and her friends. Never probably has anyone ever been like, I mean, I love Diane so much, but you know, those bags under her eyes are getting a little heavy. Absolutely right? not. Never because she's the Absolutely best. Absolutely not. I would be curious to hear, you know, be, so as an example of somebody, you know, like in the community who, or in my life who I think about and I'm like, oh, I don't, if you asked me to describe your mom right now, the words I would use would be, would not be physical, right? Mm-hmm, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. like, I would be like, she's so wonderful and friendly and like warm and inviting. And she just has like big grandma energy. And and I might say like, and I'm pretty sure she has gray hair. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. But like the, the way that I think of her mm-hmm. is not based on her physical shape at all. 
Mm-hmm. The other people in my world who I think, you know, and I think of my grandma or I think of my, you know, my grandmas that I've all my, all my grandmas, I think of my aunts, like all these people in my family who are older women who I look up to, or even if they've passed away, I just would really be curious to talk to people who are in their seventies and say, and I mean, even your seventies these days is not that old. Right. And think, and, and, but to your point, like you're always looking back and thinking like, oh, I looked so young when I was 35. Oh, I right. looked so young when I was 25. Right. So right. when people like I'm gonna be doing the same thing right. as I age. So what what am I doing? Why am I wasting my time? Exactly. What would your mom say of like what it you know, what was she worried about when she was about to turn fifty mm-hmm. that she now realizes was like so dumb? And she might not even remember anything. She might be like, Oh yeah, I remember being stressed about that, but like it's gone now. Nikki I think says, her biggest worry at 50 was going through menopause. Like I have yeah. a very specific memory of when my mom was going through menopause and it really was hard on her just mood wise, I I don't think she'll care about me telling the story. But like, I just remember one day, she got upset some, about something in the kitchen, just we, like my dad, it, my brother was already away at college or at the Naval Academy. My dad and I were in the kitchen and we said something like joking to her and she just like wasn't there for it. And she went upstairs and like stayed in her room for a day. And it was so off for her. Like, that's not something she would. So we knew that like something was going on. That just, I remember her being like really struggling with that. And I'm sure at that time in life, it's not like you talk with your girlfriends really about, I mean, I don't think she really did. She didn't have like a lot of people around her to be like, this is really hard. She just kind of like pushed through it. But I think at that time in her life, she really was just like focused on making sure that my brother and I were okay and like keeping in touch with Jay while he was at the Naval Academy and like focusing on her job and her friends. But I can't, I'd be curious. I'd be curious to hear what she has to say about that. Nikki says, I think the way we describe most people we love and admire has very little to do with how they look. And that's completely true. And I, I know that that doesn't, I don't want to say all these things to like invalidate the feelings of insecurities that we have, Right. but it helps me to put it into perspective and For realize sure. like, I'm the only person worried about this. And that doesn't mean it's not valid, but it does help me realize like, okay, I can have my moment of worrying about this. And then I need to like move on and realize that, you know, people are not giving right. me the side eye because I'm it's, wearing short shorts. Exactly. It's kind of like the same thing when I'm doing counseling with people where they're talking about things like, I worry a lot about we, what people think about me, or I always leave a social situation worrying about if I said the right thing or did the right thing. And it's like, look, that's never going to go away. We're always going to have some level of that in the back of our minds. So we have to kind of be like, oh, that's there. I'm not going to feed into that. And we keep moving on. These are the same reminders. Like, what, what makes me think this is ever going to completely go away? It's not. So how do I take my own advice <laughs> and recognize it, but also go, all right, I'm not going to feed into that. Like, that's just, it's not helpful to me. In 10 years, I'm going to be, If do I still want to be thinking about this and worrying about this and like just wasting so much of my life, putting energy into kind of like, oh, the aging process? No. So it's a constant reminder. I think that's the, that's the thing is like, we're never just going to be overdone with that, especially if social media continues to do what it does. And eventually everyone just looks like a robot. All right. Well, let's take a break for just a second and talk about our favorite sponsor, Ned, the makers of our favorite CBD products and our favorite magnesium products, because some of our favorite things that Ned makes don't even have CBD in them, like the Mellow Magnesium Powder, which if you guys haven't tried this yet, I really can't recommend it enough. The thing I love about it is that you don't have to take it every day for it to be effective. Because one thing about CBD is that the more regular, and really most like herbal and botanical supplements, is that the more you take it regularly, the more effective it's going to be. 
But with the Mellow, you can really just use it on an as-needed basis. <laughs> and if you're feeling a little high-strung from the day, if you made a comment in a group setting that you're overthinking, <laughs> if you just cannot turn your brain off and you see that coming, Mellow is your best friend. You can make it into like a little mocktail, which is so fun, or you can just like pound it, whatever you need to do. Just no pound, judgment. Just take a shot. I like to preemptively take it too. Like yeah. before I feel like an anxious thing happening or if I have like something big going on at work that I feel pressure, I take it in the beginning of the day. And it's kind of just like it mellows you out. It does. It's amazing how that works. That's what it's called. And that's what it does. We also love their CBD Daily Blend. I take that every single day, 750 milligrams. They also recently are posting that you can use the 300 milligram dose on your pets. It's not something that we have tried. I have never really felt the need to give River CBD because she's so stupid that she doesn't get anxious about things. Her brain, it's just the connections aren't made for her to be stressed. Slides right off. <laughs> exactly. The worries just slide right off like a water slide. I know there's a lot of CBD pet products out there. And I would, if I was looking for a brand to trust to give to my pet, Ned would be in the top of the list. We trust their products so much. And that is why we have partnered with them for so long is because Every single thing that they make is so intentional. It's third-party tested. They care so much about delivering an amazing, high-quality, top-quality product. They really come through every single time. So you can get your Ned at helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash joy, J-O-Y, or use discount code joy for 15% off your first order. Thank you guys so much for supporting the brands that support our podcast. So you went to a Barbie Silent disco. disco. We want to hear all about that. Yeah. I had never been to a silent disco. If you don't know what this is, it's where everyone is wearing headphones that are like Bluetooth connected to the DJ booth. So if you just like walk in the room, it's silent unless, and then like everyone's also going to just give it like a woo. <laughs> it's really awkward. But everyone is hearing the same music in their headphones. So, and this was a very small one. It was like one of my friends randomly texted me on Friday afternoon and was like, hey, do you want to go to Barbie Silent Disco tonight? And 99.9% of the time I would say, no, I have to parent. I'm sorry. This is not something like just like on a whim going to these things, going to something like this is rarely am I able to do that. But we had already for weeks we've been planning on using Labor Day weekend to finish cleaning our garage. Follow me for more fun domestic tips. So my mom had the kids. And so I was like, okay, if I can like, we got a shelf, a big, really nice big garage shelf from Costco. And I was like, if I can assemble the shelf, then I'll feel good about it. And I can go to this disco, put the shelf together. Then I'm like, okay, what am I going to wear to a Barbie silent disco? So I texted my friend Heather because I was like, who do I know who just like might have some wigs? And my friend Heather um, used to go to like a lot of music festivals. And I know she has like a bunch of like a couple of fun like costume things that she pulls out from time to time. So I was like, maybe Heather. She turns out she definitely did. So really pulled through this like long, like waist length perfect Barbie hair. And then I remembered that I still had this prom dress. And like I was saying, I it's this is this prom dress is like a miracle dress. Like it has fit me. I think I wore it once when I was pregnant. Like I don't know how it zips every time, but it does. And it is legitimately Jessica McClintock. Yes, Jessica McClintock. <laughs> it's I think I'm amazing. That was like the dream it was to get a Jessica McClintock dress at that age. OMG. I got it at Dillard's. 
Like Dylan. I, <laughs> everything about this dress just like invokes such like so dream good. prom vibes. So it's good. bright pink, strapless, and the skirt is like T length. It would be T length on most people. I mean, it's like ankle length. Just full bright pink tulle. I actually wore this to my prom junior year. I re- all my other all my friends had like these sexy little dresses on, and I was like, no, I'm gonna be a princess. I want to be a princess. I like I'm gonna have fun just like bouncing around in this dress. It's this hot, hot pink, and I have held on to it ever since. And I it like hangs in the back of like the the closet in the basement, right? Like the closet where like things that you never wear are are subjected to. And every few years I think, oh, do I still have that dress? That would be perfect for this. And then I go down and find it and I'm like, yes, I still have it. <laughs> so I've never so gotten it. So great. Oh my gosh. What a fun, ex- unexpected night. I know. Danielle says, please post pics from prom. I don't know if I have any prom pictures. I'm what? sure I probably do. Okay. So here's the thing. When I was in high school, my junior year, I planned our prom. Yeah. I remember that. You were like planning committee everything. Yeah. yeah. I know. This is not Under the sea? <laughs> um, the theme was... Under the sea? It wasn't under the sea. <laughs> I wish it was under the sea. We we were the – my high school mascot was the night or the nights. And so every dance scene was like a night something something, like a uh-huh. night under the sea. Oh, But, okay, and, yeah. but like we stood it with a K. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I can't remember. I think it was a – I think it was Vegas themed. Okay. Because that sounds right. Because then after prom, we had like, it was like a casino. So it was like a night on the strip or some night in Vegas. So I don't know if I have, we took the group prom pictures, but this was before you even would like walk, people didn't have digital cameras even, right? When I was in high school, like maybe you would put a, a disposable camera in your bag, maybe. So I got to figure that out. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't know where my prom pictures are. But I found out that I still have this dress and I was so proud of myself. I was like, I'm proud of 17-year-old Claire for wearing this to prom and even more proud of 35-year-old Claire for never throwing this away. So I went to this silent disco. I was definitely the most dressed up one. Everyone else there was like, oh, I like have this pink shirt and I'm going to wear it. And I was like, <laughs> I want my pink shirt back. Right. I know. Danielle says, your mom didn't take pictures in front of the house. I'm sure we did. I'm sure you did. They're just like living in an album somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't really remember. Like that, the reason I bring up the planning thing is because, like, at the, by the time all was said and done, that entire day was such a blur because I had to get up that morning at like 6 a.m. We had our prom on the club level at the Bronco Stadium. And I had to like wake up at 6 a.m., drive down to Denver, decorate the room. Like I had to do the whole thing. So I don't really, by the time I actually got to prom, there, I don't have a lot of memories of the actual event of prom. Because it was just like such an ordeal for me. And not because I was wasted, because I also couldn't drink and go to prom because I was planning it. I had to like. Right. You were so responsible for all the things. So it's not like you, the whole day was just focused on getting ready and like. No. And like, by the, when I got there, I had to like go check in with the principal and be like, how's everything going? (laughs) (laughs) You have like a walkie talkie. You're like. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I am the festival. I'm the cruise director here. Like I am not, I really don't remember. Like I remember a little bit more about my senior prom, but I remember very little about this prom. Anyway, yeah, at the silent disco, I had never been to one and it was it started out pretty awkward, but it got really really fun. And I think people like just kind of dropped their guard a little bit and got cuz sure. awkward you're just, because you're everyone's got headphones on and you're like on and you're, you're trying to figure like, out <laughs> Like, and it also was in this kind of like beer garden area. So it was a pretty small area and it was pretty well lit, which normally does not, is not conducive to a dance party because you're like, I'm not supposed to be able to see everything. Like, exactly. Kind of awkward. Can we like turn the lights down? Turn the lights down and so we can let loose. Um, Yeah. So 
that did not happen. But eventually people were like kind of, okay, we're into it now. And eventually also the DJ was like, everyone here is like, I think I probably was one of the younger people. So then he finally started playing like Britney and Usher. <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, we can do it. We can like get more into it. So it was really fun. I would recommend if you've never been to a silent disco to do it. I think that I don't, because I don't go out to bars or clubs, like going out to go dancing is something I have not done in years and years. I don't even really go to concerts, right? So like it was really fun because I just don't, probably the last time I did something like that would have been like for someone's bachelorette party, probably in my twenties. So yeah, I, I can't time. remember the last time I like went out dancing. Right. I can't even think of no idea. Probably like a wedding or yeah, a concert. Totally. Yeah, but somebody's like, wedding. Yeah, right. It, the other thing that was nice is it started at 8.30. So it's like, okay, this, I can do this. Like, I, But the big reason that I, I mean, so many reasons, but a reason that I haven't gone out in a really long time is because I'm like, I want to go to bed. Yeah. You're like, I want to catch up on my sleep. Yeah. Danielle says, I love a silent disco. The ones I've done have multiple DJs. So your headphones light up to show which DJ you're listening to. That oh, happened that's... here too. Oh, So they were like- three channels on your headphones oh. and it was like blue, green, and red. And there were different DJs. And so one of the channels was sort of more like house music. One of them was more sort of like probably very similar to what I did actually listen to at my prom, like Usher, <laughs> Brittany, <laughs> Lil John. <laughs> and then the other one was was almost more like oldies, like Footloose and like, sure. you know, I mean, living on a prayer. Like these kind of like, well, please yeah. don't call that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Older. Yes. Older. That type of, and so, but so you'd be like, if like say that you know, like living on a prayer came on, and you'd be like, oh, green station. It's so like these start playing, yeah. and like switch yeah. to the station, and so everyone then would start like. So that was really fun. That's so fun. That sounds like a blast. I would. I think I would really enjoy that. I think you would too. You would really like it. I love a theme. I really want to like have more theme parties in my life because every time they come I agree. up. I really love I it. thought about that. I was like, maybe I should plan like a birthday dinner and just tell everyone to wear like sequins or something. But it's a week away. I don't think I have the wherewithal to plan that. Yeah. But like in life, I think that needs to happen a little more often. It's just totally. So Get more and more people. I've like, I've started noticing and maybe it's just like people who are having weddings in their late thirties or later are like taking it a little less seriously. But I have a lot of people in my life who have gone to theme weddings this summer, which would be so fun. Totally fun. Yeah. Like one of them was like a Renaissance theme. One of them was like kind of a fairy theme, which probably there could be like, you know, some overlap there, like just a lot of velvet. Taylor Swift era's theme. Oh, I should just fun. have a ter- Taylor Swift era's birthday party. And um, Somebody on Instagram sent us a picture. Did you see this? Sent us a picture of their yes. birthday cake that they gave. Susan's their- in here. Oh. It's Susan. Susan that said Taylor That's Swift era's. Yes. Oh That's my gosh. Susan. <laughs> Susan's here. It's her. It was for her daughter's twenty first birthday party. I missed, were you guys talking about it in the chat before I came in? Yes. Okay. Yes. That photo. She sent a picture of the birthday cake she made for her daughter or had made for her daughter, and it said "Happy Birthday." Yes. And it was like and it was half speak her. now and half lover, and it was like the most amazing birthday cake. I'm like, I am demanding that this is my birthday cake at it's, some point in my amazing. life. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, Rachel says, I went to a Dungeons and Dragons wedding last year at a zoo. There's Dang. lots going on there. And I- That's so much to unpack on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> um, Susan has clarified, it was a birthday party. I'm obsessed with this theme. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Uh, Mira says, we had an Olympics party one year, probably the best party ever. Please write in, send us a little DM, or maybe like put up a little question box and tell us your favorite theme party you've ever been to. I mm-hmm. would love that because I'm trying to think, 
like some good theme parties. I went to a, my friend Heather had a 90, then same one with the wig, had a 90s theme birthday party last year. And that was pretty fun. I got to wear space buns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that picture. That was yeah. so fun. <laughs> Mira says they had an opening ceremony and everything for the party. Oh, my gosh. That's I love so that. Fun. I love the idea. Like I've seen Instagram videos of people doing like bachelorette parties where everybody has to dress up. Like say the fiance's name is like Jim. So everyone has to dress up as like a different famous Jim. Aver- oh, that's gr- that is cool. Yeah. yeah. So you'll have like Jim Morrison, Jim Helper, like <laughs> all yeah. the different Jims. I thought I thought they were gonna say everyone dressed up like Jim. It's kind or of like, like Chris, Chris Jenner had a birthday party where everyone dressed up as a version of Chris Jenner, like when she was like oh, younger yeah. or when I she mean. I'm like, that's really cute. I mean that would only really work if you were Chris Jenner though. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine if someone like dressed like Joy, everyone would just show up in like neon spandex? Yeah, I pretty much would just wear Lululemon. <laughs> like and glitter. What? I'm Joy. You're you're on the glitter train. By the way, you just purchased oh, some glitter. I purchased some glitter because here's why. <laughs> I came, I was cleaning out the, our junk drawer, and I, I thought you said drunk, drunk drawer, drawer, and I was the like, drawer you does drunk- feel, if you feel drunk when you're cleaning it out. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, not no. I was cleaning out our junk drawer, which we have this. Can I just talk about my favorite piece of furniture real quick? Please, that chair, right? Yeah. Okay, that is a favorite piece of furniture. Oh, this is my second favorite piece. Okay. Okay, so my chair is my favorite piece of furniture because that, from like an emotional standpoint, this is my favorite piece of furniture from a functional standpoint. It is an IKEA shoe shelf. Your shoes go in like a filing cabinet, so they're stored vertically. And the the drawers, they look like drawers. They kind of like hinge out on at an angle. So they just sort of like hinge forward open the way that you would like open like like the mail drop off, right? How it opens like kind of towards you at a, in like an, at an angle. Right. So there's two compartments like that. And then your shoes go in them toe down and then you close it back up. And so it's very slim. It's probably like not even 12 inches deep. It holds all our family's shoes. And we got it when we got River because she was eating our shoes. And I am obsessed with it. Everybody in our house uses it. Like it's the compliance is high, which is important. The compliance is high. It's very functional. <laughs> it's so high compliance functional. rate. And you need a high compliance rate. Like if you, you have really a, do. Because our coat closet, for example, low compliance rate. You know, so, like when they do like the home edit and they do all these organizing yeah. things, I'm like, what's the compliance rate on that though? Like really, Low. are you going to put your cereal no. in a clear bin every single time? Every single time. No, you're not. <laughs> now the clear bin is going to have like an inch of old Cheerios in it and then your Cheerio box is going to be sitting next to it. No one has time for that. Um, Who has time for that? Whomst. So that's my favorite, um, my favorite functional piece of furniture. And the drawer on top of it, however, is like right at my eye level. So... I can't really like experience the entire drawer because <laughs> I have to kind of like stand up on my toes. It was a mess. The point of the story is I found a envelope in there that contained so many old gift cards. At some point, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with these gift cards. I'm just going to put in this envelope. And then I just forgot about it. Oh, that's interesting. See, I will keep track of a gift card. <laughs> Does you that know, surprise Normally, you? I do. And so... And I mean, some of these gift cards in here have been in there for years. Wow. So one of them that I found was a Zara gift card, which has to have been seven or eight years old because I do not – I remember vaguely getting it. I remember my sister-in-law, who's very fa- fashionable, 
And I remember at the time thinking, what am I going to use this for? There's no Zara's in Colorado. Like this is before Zara even had like a store in Cherry like Creek. Zara is very East Coast popular. Super East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the H&M of the East Coast. Although for they also sure. have H&M. I, I would hear all of the, when I used to listen to Sirius XM, Wake Up With Taylor was like one of my favorite morning shows and she was always shopping at Zara. And I was like, I don't understand. Zara's not a thing out here, guys. If you're like, oh my gosh, I would love, like, it's just, it's not like a part of our repertoire. So I go on their website and it's freaking pure chaos on that website. It is unbelievable. I hate it. It is unbelievable. I'm going to drop like, something in the chat while you're, ta- while you're talking because I couldn't believe it. it. I'm like, oh, this is maybe why I haven't used this gift card because every time I go to the website, I feel like I'm in like a chaotic fashion student's portfolio. They had the most bizarre things. Like one of the things were just a set of denim sleeves, just sleeves held together by like a belt coming across your chest. Yeah. Tina says, I looked at the website once and immediately got off because I was so confused. Can I shop here? Correct. I'm like, is this like an e-commerce website or am I just in like a chaotic lookbook? But I have this $100 gift card. $100. That's a lot. So I'm texting Joy and Jess and I'm like, what do I do? Help me. Please help me find some things on this website. That's why I ended up buying glitter is because I needed to just like get some stuff in my cart and get out. Normally, I would never purchase something like that. I would talk myself out of it. And I was like, you know, I got a gift card. I got to get off this website. So I got myself some jitter, glitter, jitter glow, glitter gel. And I'm very excited about it. It has not arrived yet. Well, I can't wait to see you rock that. And maybe we need to do something fun where we all, you know what? My birthday party will have whenever I do a theme party, a party doesn't have to be birthday. Everyone will be required to have body glitter or face glitter of some sort. That makes it easy because that's really, you don't have to be searching too hard. It's widely applicable. Yeah. Yeah. And you can go big or you can go little. Like if if your theme is just like sparkles. I had a neon themed birthday for my 20th birthday party. I would recommend it. It And it was like back when parties all had a name. Oh, it was called Bright and Tight. That was the party? The party theme was Bright and Tight. That's great. So I think you can use that for your 50th birthday. I love it. Yeah. So glitter, uh, buying a gift card, or I, I've been there before where you're trying to spend a gift card. Something that I cannot stand is when you get those, I mean, look, I'll appreciate a gift card, but I don't love when people buy like the credit card gift cards because you have to spend the exact amount or you can't go over. You have to spend less or the exact amount. And if you have a little bit left, you're just kind of like, again, it's 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 harder right, to use like, like oh, on no, a I website. Have- $2.93 left on this Visa gift yes, card. Yes, I have found a workaround, everybody. Tell us. That if you go to Target, Target will let you spend all of it and then give you the balance, which most places online won't let you do that. So is I've had- Target, so- Target gift cards only are you saying if you take no, your Visa gift card to No, you can take your Target. Visa gift card to Target. And I learned this trick online, of course, because I Googled it because I was like, I can't just let these random $5 gift cards go to waste. So I had like all these balances left on these credit card gift cards. And so you can go to Target, use that as a, a method of payment, and then it will give you the balance and you can use your Target card or whatever, which by the way, anyone who's not using a Target Red card, 5% off using the Circle app is probably the biggest miss of your life. It's like the best kept secret. Not an ad. <laughs> Not an ad, but I freaking I love only Target it's my Target. favorite thing to do is to browse the circle discounts mm-hmm. on the Target app before I go to Target. It's the best. And then I'm the person in the store scanning every item to make sure I didn't miss a discount with the Target app. You can scan right. it and then yeah. it'll like and come it'll up like and then it'll up. and then it'll mm-hmm. load your coupon. It's the best feeling. I am so my mother's daughter and I love it. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. it is pretty easy. They make it easy, which is nice. They make it easy and it's great. I started following this person on Instagram who was like an extreme couponer. And within two days, I had to unfollow her because I was like, this is very overwhelming. This is not, you know, and she's like, here's my stockpile where I have 10 years worth of cleaning supplies because you use discounts only work. Like it's only worth it if you're buying 10 Dawn power wash packs at a time. I'm like, you know, I just can't live my, like that, I can't justify that. I don't care if when all is said and done, each one of those Dawn power washes comes out to be 19 cents. I can't own 10 of them. It is, that is not worth it to me. I would rather pay full price for the amount that I need than have like an entire stock room full of Procter & Gamble products at 10 cents on the dollar. I can't, it just, that's not how I think about things. Maybe that's incorrect. Maybe that's where I'm, you know, losing, losing out on deals, but. Right now Sprouts is having, well, not everyone has Sprouts, but I got really excited. Oh, did you hear that? (laughs) Rylan is, Rylan is, was, was situating himself. He's the dog we're watching. You gotta get situated, Rylan. He, he is curled up. I'm going to take a picture. He's curled up in like the cutest little ball. I love when dogs do that. He's like so snuggly. But uh, what was I saying? <laughs> what was I saying? I actually don't know. Something about coupons? Help us out. Sprouts. Sprouts. Thank Sprouts. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Tina. Thank you, Susan. By the way, Jess and I, okay, I'm not going to forget Sprouts, but Jess and I went to coffee yesterday. We were talking about the perimenopause symptoms and we were like, truly anything at this point is categorized as a perimenopause symptom. They'll be like, your balance, you could lose your balance on your right side, perimenopause symptom. Uh, Your smell could be affected perimenopause symptom. You get hot when you're working out even more. You got you got to buy like an ice pack for your neck, one of those like icing bandanas. I'm like this the world can just screw right off with all these. So we were like it's the most random symptoms that they'll be like it's a perimenopause symptom. Like that's just the like, cruelest joke of the universe. Yeah. How are yeah. my like yeah, how are my cuticles a perimenopause symptom? Exactly. That's exactly how it feels. It feels like anything is a per- you google it and they're like yeah, that's a that's a sign of perimenopause. <laughs> Could be perimenopause. Yeah. My right side of my hair is growing longer than my left. They're like, yep, that's a perimenopause. <laughs> I made that up. But anyway, so um, I went to Sprouts this week and they were having a BOGO and I love a BOGO. And so anyone, well, it's over by the time you listen to this, but that's like the most satisfying thing when I get a BOGO. But it is, you know what? Scott has taught me some really good lessons about like shopping that if you really aren't going to use it, like don't let a sale get you uh, under their grasp because that's something that you will like absolutely end up spending money that you don't need to spend. Totally. That was why I also like unfollowed this person because I immediately was like, okay, if I'm going to start doing these tips, I'm going to end up with a bunch of stuff that I wouldn't normally buy. Exactly. Yeah. You know, maybe. Maybe I would end up substituting, but like, for example, in my family, Miles has pretty sensitive skin to laundry detergent. So we could only use the like free and clear types of laundry detergent. And I'm not necessarily talking about the super crunchy natural laundry detergent, but you know, if we're buying all or Tide or whatever, we have to get it without the fragrance. Rarely are those types of detergents on super sale the way that like the Tide Pods are or whatever. So those are the moments where I'm like, oh, If I really wanted to get better at discount shopping, I would probably end up buying stuff that I ultimately wouldn't be able to use because I'm going to go in there and buy like a, go to Costco and buy like a 10 pack of Tide Pods, come home, use it in one load. Miles's neck breaks out in a rash. And I remember, oh, dang it. I can't use this. 
Yeah, it's the worst. And then you just like can't return yeah. it. Yeah. Um, One thing that I did buy recently at Costco that I loved. Did I already talk about this? Maybe. Are the Blue Land toilet tablets. No. This is a brand. I don't know. I, it could be greenwashing. I don't know if it's greenwashing or not. Their pou- The pouch that it comes in is like paper lined with foil. So I can't imagine that's actually recyclable. But the tablets themselves are, it's basically like a bath bomb that's a toilet cleaner. So you put it in your toilet bowl and it fizzes up and it's like You don't put it in the tank. Thing. You put it in the in bowl. In the bowl. Like yeah. When you're okay. actually going to clean. Sure. So then it fizzes up and it like kind of like fills your toilet with this fo- like foam. Not a lot. It's very, very similar to a bath bomb. And then you can use that to like just, you know, you get your toilet brush and clean your toilet. I think the other point of all this is like the ingredients are very safe and non-toxic. So it's also not disinfecting your toilet bowl, which you probably still should be doing more. But I love the scent. It's like lavender cedar or something. Ooh, that sounds amazing. They have them at Costco. I'm such a sucker for scents. They do have them at Costco. Yeah. They have them at Costco. They have them at Target. They have them on Amazon. They're actually in my Amazon store because I like them so much. If you want to try them, I actually do really like them. And it's kind of satisfying. Like it bring it like brings a little something something to your everyday toilet cleaning. Okay. You're like bloop, and then it fizzes, and you're like, oh, this is fun. I mean, anything to to really make that more exciting. Follow me for more tips. Oh, oh my gosh. I was laughing because like last week we talked so much about the weather and then we were talking about like duct cleaning and now we're talking about, I'm like, is this the demise of our podcast? This is where we find our- I think we've hit a limit. We can only go up from here. We can can only go- I don't know. This is what the people want to hear about. I want to talk about toilet cleaning. One other thing that I wanted to talk about, speaking of like making your life more exciting, is that Brandon and I just picked back up on street parking. So I posted about this on Instagram and I had a lot of people who were like, I just sold you street parking or I've been loving it. Over the years, I have, I think that I first ran street parking for the first time in like 2017. So probably when it first came out and I've done it a couple of times and I've talked about how the thing about it that's hard for me is that if I'm working out by myself, I'm unlikely to really push myself in a Metcon style, like CrossFit style workout. So if I'm working out alone, I prefer programming that's a little bit more just like classic weightlifting. And if I'm just going to, you know, be going to Gold's Gym or the YMCA or whatever and doing it by myself, I'm not going to like push myself in an AMRAP. So I hadn't done street parking in several years. I think I've done it. Like I did it in 2017, probably again in like 2019. Definitely picked it up for a while in the pandemic. I think I had it also for like maybe six months or so in between now and then. But I just like... Every once in a while, you got to scratch that itch for a barbell. We finally just finished cleaning out our garage, other domestic fun things. And I just also want to let everyone know that it took us the better part of a year to clean and organize our garage because we were doing it an hour at a time. You know, speaking of false hopes on Instagram, you follow these like DIY accounts who are like, this is a fun weekend project. I'm like, that would take me two years to finish because I cannot plan, assemble, paint, and clean up something in the course of a weekend. When my children are every 10 minutes, like, can you get me a popsicle? Can you, can I, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just not real life. So it's taken us almost a year to clean our garage. And as a celebration, it's like, okay, I want to, we have an amazing garage gym. We have so much stuff. So we signed back up for street parking. This past week was our first week. I really liked it. I was sore in like a good way. You know, you get that like just moving barbells around feeling, which I love. I did not join the Facebook group because I think one of the reasons I quit the Facebook, I quit last time was because the Facebook group just like is weird. People on- So what's, what's, is it kind of like a the WAG group? The like- On Facebook? 
Yeah. Like, what's weird about yeah. it? Are people just like super strict or what? Not even strict. And maybe this was, I think I I think I quit it during COVID because a lot of people were in there just like getting real intense about gym closures, closures and like mask policies and gyms and all that kind of thing. And I was like, I really am. This, this conversation is not adding to oh. my life. So maybe since then it's gotten less creep, like less intense. But I feel like just nothing good comes of a Facebook group these days anymore. People unless, just use them to get riled unless, up, unless it's our Facebook group. Well, ours and Busy Phillips is doing her best has a great Facebook group. They are actually so amazing and supportive. Everyone calls each other bestie. They ask for life advice. It's the best Facebook group ever. If you really want to just have a supportive group of people that are strangers, but you feel like you're best friends with everyone. <laughs> And as a disclaimer, our Facebook group is like no longer active. So if you're like, I want to join the Facebook group. Yeah. It's kind of RIP status. It's kind of RIP. Yeah, I should probably retire that. <laughs> Rachel asks, and thank you for asking this because I do take for granted that people know what I'm talking about. Street Parking is an online pro- workout program that was founded by former CrossFit Games athletes. The whole point of it is that you're doing it in your garage. So, But they are very much CrossFit style workouts. And I think if you have a background in that sort of workout, then it's great. But I I probably wouldn't recommend it for somebody who is like starting out working out in their garage for one of the first times because some of the moves and some of the workouts, like, I don't know. I just don't think that I would tell someone like, go do toes to bar and deadlift without being coached for the first time. You know, these are the types of movements where you can hurt yourself if you don't know what you're doing. And I really don't believe that you can understand the correct way to do it through a YouTube video. I think you need physical feedback, at least for the first couple of times that you're moving quickly through a deadlift workout, for example. So that's my two cents. But other than that, the app is really well done. I think the workouts are interesting. There is a community aspect to it, but I'm not getting as much of that because I'm not in the Facebook group. We're liking it so far. Yay us for being in street parking. <laughs> I can't, I'm not like, you're you like, don't like follow like, people on the app. There's not like a leaderboard in the app. Yeah, there's not like a leaderboard and, yeah. and like, yeah. I think that's all our time. I think today. that's all our time for today. I mean, we got a lot of other updates, but the next time we record, I think if we do it on Sunday, it'll be my birthday. So that'll be a fun birthday surprise. That will be fun. You know what? I want everyone to join the chat on my birthday. That's my birthday present. I love September because schedule. I can I can say everything is for my birthday. You got to do it for my birthday. You got to watch Bridesmaids for my birthday. <laughs> You have to be here at the chat for my birthday. So if you're listening, we'll post it in a few days on Instagram. We'll probably record on September 10th in the morning, show up and let's party. Yeah. And everyone has to wear glitter and take photos of themselves and send it to us to prove it. This is chat. all turning Wake into a great- Wake up at 7 a.m. Put some glitter just on. throw it on. You know what? Yep. Or sleep in it. I don't care. I mean, if you went out the night before, I'm saying, like, maybe you just sleep in your glitter, but... And just gets all over your pillow forever. And we it's never don't again. care. We're, we're going to have a party. We're going to have a yeah. rec- recording party. That's actually That's something that I am looking... Now I'm excited. Let's do that. Okay, great. Good plan. Okay, great. Glad Era's chat. Era's chat. Let's talk about Taylor Swift. When I did my bike, I went on a bike ride yesterday, and I was listening to Folklore the entire time. Anyone out there, hear me out or at least validate that this is something you also do. But when you're biking, and I was on a trail, I wasn't like on the road, but still when you're biking, you feel like no one can hear you. And I was just belting out folklore while I was biking. And I was it feels so freeing to just sing in space as you're flying down a trail. It was very therapeutic. I highly recommend it. Because like you're going by so fast, people aren't going to like hear you sing. I just, it was so, it was a beautiful moment. You also have like such a cute little biking outfit, which I know I think it's oh, called I a kit. I love that. 
It's a kit. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other day I was dropping off one of Miles' friends, Miles and a friend at soccer camp. This was like a couple weeks ago. And he had like a full Ronaldo uniform on. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love your Ronaldo uniform. Or not uniform. I said, I love your Ronaldo outfit. And I think he almost just like passed out from embarrassment in that moment. I was like, it's called a kit. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not cool. <laughs> Don't tell a nine-year-old you love his Ronaldo outfit. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. That's really cute. All right, guys. Well, thank you for thank joining you. us. Thank you for the chat, friends. Yes. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Ned. HelloNed.com forward slash joy, J-O-Y, or discount code joy for 15% off your first order. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can find us online, joyandclaire.com. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. We'll talk to you next week on Joy's birthday. Please join the chat. We will post it all over our Instagrams. See you there. Bye. Bye.